Yeah. Wait, we stopped recording? Oh, oh. Right, here we go. Oh. Uh, I'm serious. I have maintained my recording. All right, that's fine. Here okay. we go. Three, two, one. Ooh, that was cleaner from my end. Actually, it was about as good as the first one, so that's good. All right, so my recording okay. now has three claps, just so you're super okay with that. Just as we intended, okay. Tyler now has three claps. It's okay. Your recording will also have the whole discussion of, wait, we are still recording. Yeah, it's yeah, going to be great. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, we ready to, like, start, start? Sure. <laughs> you tell me, man. <laughs> yes, we are. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is, this is going to go great. I can already tell. All right. And here we begin. Hey, everybody. You're going to have to roll with us here as we get started. Uh, we had a little bit of a slow start because we've been a little bit silly. We've taken some time uh, between recordings, but I think that's okay. How's everyone doing? Uh, pretty good. Looking forward to a weekend. I would like more vacation. Yeah, uh, we're all pretty much in limbo here. Every day feels like a Wednesday in quarantine. So happy Wednesday, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> doing good up here. Uh, you know, a little bit of rain recently, but otherwise hot and muggy. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Oh, we could really use some of that rain. It's just been 90 degrees and no rain for like a month and a half straight. Actually a month and a half straight. <laughs> it's weird. It hasn't even, usually we get weather that goes up and it'll hit like 100 and then it'll be 70 for a couple weeks, but it's just been 90 all the time. It's gone between like 86 and 96. Personally, I'm helping that every day feels like Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, but that's great. There's really not that much to catch up on because we're pretty open books and you'll find out as we go on. So why don't we get started? And here we go. All right. I'm leaving room for the theme song. Yeah, guys. Oh, if you listen right, to our okay. podcast. You know. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> like right there, Christ. that here we go, that's where that tick-tock, 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 tick-tock comes in. Gotcha. You All got this voiceover is going to blend in marvelously. Anyway, when we last left our party, they had been hired by the town of Hemingway to go and investigate the events of the Harvest Festival's finale, in which a monster, an eldritch monster, basically just sprung out out of a person. While the town went and investigated some of the larger issues happening, then they hired the more capable-looking finalists to go and investigate, which included our four heroes, as well as the members of Team Voluptuousness, who 
you have learned are named Hatsa and Nukwono. As you investigated, you began to find out about certain actors and characters in the story, including Ivandro Vasta, the character who was killed, and his partner in the events, a well-dressed halfling named Rafe Laudrin. As you searched, you found your way to Ivandro's house and found inside a lot of red-orange mold that looked very threatening. Fortunately, you have a warforged in your party who cannot be sick, so if this so if all that this fungus does is make you sick, then he's fine. As he investigated inside, he found mostly just regular objects, but among that he also found a letter. And I thought there was something else, but I might be crazy. I'm pretty sure I took a sample of well, yes, like a that spore was it. or something, right? That yeah. was it. You took a you also took a sample of the spores to check out. This letter, you hope, leads you toward the next step on our adventure. And why don't we start there as we move into our story? Guido, you were just in the cabin and you now have come up with a letter that no one else would touch. And you get... Uh, let's go show to everyone. Ah, gotcha. Just popped up on my screen. Mm-hmm. Okay. You open the letter and you go to read it. Now, just as an interesting side note, I was toying with the idea of making Guido illiterate. Um, <laughs> it makes sense you know I can speak but I was a, you know what use do I have to read but I think it would be too inconvenient for the story So you're also a soldier so and in general soldiers in these worlds not even in ours necessarily soldiers are generally pretty well educated so you'd probably have that kind of knowledge so that you could perform espionage and the like well I guess that makes sense yeah I was just going for color, but that's fine. Okay. I'm going for counter-argument from your background. All right, Guido theatrically clears his throat, which is irrelevant because he doesn't have phlegm, and says, <laughs> <clears throat> Your work for us has been outstanding. Here is the second half of your payment. You have earned our trust, so let's talk about our next steps. Meet me at the jaw of the Tallwood next fet at dusk. Tell no one of this meeting destroy this letter. Signed, the letter R. Well, that's a bit cryptic, don't you think? Widow doesn't know what the jaw is, or Tallwood, but that is coming up. What day is it currently? The events of the of the Harvest Festival. I don't know why every time I come with to the word Harvest Festival, I totally forget the word. You really stumble over it. You're like, what's that one again? Yeah, Parks and Rec, man. Come on. The Master of Harvest Festival takes place on a weekend because weekends. And that was on set, which is Saturday. It is now Seoul. Gotcha. Right? Okay, so we got like four days away, yeah. Yes. Or... I'm trying to think if there's there's only one night, I think. So has 
Interesting. So, did Evandro meet this mysterious R on the set before the Harvest Festival? Yeah, was the letter sealed? No, it was opened. Yeah, it so seems safe to assume Presumably he did read it then. Yes. Right. And uh, it's probably a safe assumption that they've met each other. So I feel based on the clues that we or what we found so far, we can safely or I think safely assume this R is Rafe Laudrum, uh, Evandro's partner from the competition. That makes sense. So Well then maybe our next step would be to seek out this jaw of Tallwood and see if there are any clues there. I mean they've already met, but there's still a chance they left something behind. That's true, this wasn't dated. This could have been last that. You never know. Uh, I think it's more likely, yes. But all right. Now, is it reasonable that I, having lived in this city for years, know where the jaw of Tallwood is? You know that the Tallwood is the the woods at the base of the Hemingway Mountains, mm. which are probably 30 or so miles from where you are. Eh, not 30, like five. <laughs> five. <laughs> Some, somewhere that's, between 30 and five. That's a bit of a five. difference. <laughs> I, I said 30 because it's a little far away, but then in my head I was like, that's like a two-day walk. <laughs> so... At a good speed, yeah. It's like a half day's journey, so it's probably more than five. Ten. Ten is a good number. It's a half day's journey. It's a half day's journey journey away. (laughs) Gotcha. Uh, Guido communicates this to the rest of the party. Yeah. Making sure to emphasize that it's a half day's journey away. (laughs) Specifically the jaw of the Tallwood, you wouldn't specifically know. Actually, make a... Make a history check. Oh, I will. Eleven. You don't know. <laughs> so. Yeah, I wonder right. what other work he's been doing, Fred. Whoever this rape works for. Mm, yes, good catch. <clears throat> it does say that he's been working for an us, not just Rafe. That's a good point. We've earned our trust, second half of your payment. Well, shall we set and off then? It does beg the question as to why he didn't destroy this letter. Yeah. If it was lost Thursday, we'd have plenty of time. Even if lost it was fat. this upcoming fat, <laughs> I don't know why he wouldn't comply with the letter. Unless, of course, we wanted to be super paranoid and say that this is a trap. That seems unlikely, right? Does it? They would have to already know that we were coming. Yeah. Well, if he was infected with this thing and he was going to be a sacrificial attack pawn, he may not have been aware. Anyway, Guido in general is extremely trusting, so this is just (laughs) talking out my butt. Well, I do believe that this is our best lead for now. Uh, Guido, you weren't able to find anything else of interest inside the house? No, everything looked normal to Guido, except for Moldau or everything. 
that's in the norm of the data. No, that certainly wouldn't be. Well, we should at least okay. let the city know about this mold in case it is related to Evandro's infection. Uh, they will probably want to quarantine this area. It would also be helpful to find out more if we can about the jaw of the tollwood you said it was? Guido confirms. Perhaps someone knows more information about that in the town. Says Hatsa. We well, also we need to find someone to give this mold sample to for analysis. Ah, uh, yes. I do believe I saw an alchemist shop in Salazar's corner. We may be able to get it analyzed there. Good. Should we split up for the time being? Drop off this sample and see if we can notify the authorities to this potential mold outbreak in the city? I believe that would be for the best, yes. Okay. Guido wants Lizard to go with him. Uh, very well, we can make our way to the alchemist shop. Uh, Alright, and then in the meantime, we'll find out more information about uh, the Tallwood course if we can. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> That was so good. That was right so on cue, clear. Tia. <laughs> did you did you get your Tia her own mic? <laughs> no. Yeah, she has her own mic, but ours are are crap. We gave her the good one. <laughs> <laughs> All right then, and uh, somebody should probably bring uh, information about the mold here to uh, either Audrey at Town Hall or Captain Antoine over at Ataria's Venom, so they can quarantine this area. Wouldn't want anyone else getting infected. Hey. So, what, what did we know about Tallwood? We have Guido. Uh, oh. Guido explained that it was at the base of the nearby mountain range, which name is escaping me. Uh, a half day's journey away in a direction that was not expressly set. Like, do you know what it is? Like, is it a Widow's understanding was that it was the tree line leading to a swath of forested area at the base of the mountain. The Tallwood, I can give you more information on this. The Tallwood is a series of tall pine trees, much like the Black Forest in Germany, where they have a lot of very tall trees, although they're a little bit taller than traditional trees. They're more like redwoods or probably even closer to Attack on Titan trees, where they're probably 200 or so feet high, and the actual tree branches start really high up. They are at the base of the Tolstoy Mountains, and they are kind of pine tree-y. I already said that. And it's a big, thick mountain. It's not particularly dark in there, as opposed to other mountains that may be other mountains, other forests that may be a little bit darker, but it is a very full, hearty winter. Winter. It's to your north-northeast. Roger. And no one in the party knows specifically what the jaw of the Tallwood is either. 
That is correct. Yeah, based on context clues, we can assume that it's either some sort of an entrance or a, a shape of how the trees are, you know, grown, perhaps. But, um... Or there's we'll a giant land shark there. <laughs> <laughs> Just a bear trap that we're going to walk into. <laughs> <laughs> you need to walk through the whole forest to find a single bear trap, and that's that's the adventure. Seems reasonable. <laughs> All right, shall we be off then? Let's do it. Yep. Heading back into town. Or the center of town, if you will. Uh, Guido and Lysander will be heading off back to Salazar's corner where the alchemist shop was. Okay. I'll also take this opportunity to ask uh, Lizard his general feelings about the other two party members, Blaverin and Cirilla. Lizard. No, sorry. Lizard, Guido feels good about Blaverin and Cirilla, but Guido isn't known for the best judgment. What does Lizard think? Uh, I believe they're both decent folks so far. Uh, They've done their best to help us just as We've all come together to help this town in its time of need. Uh, seem fine, upstanding folk. Okay. Guido will trust Lizard. But if they betray Guido, or if they betray Lizard, Guido will kill them. I don't believe they've given... Uh, yeah, at this, point, at this point, I'm assuming you guys are split off. Even when you're oh, together yeah. in the party... When you have these kind of conversations, there's an assumption that it is an aside, mm-hmm. right? You guys aren't always standing, the four of you clustered together in like a little group, right? So if they go 30 feet away from you uh, and they on, just have a soft conversation. Based on Guido's character, I feel like he would say that to our faces. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably really a little fair. of both, right? <laughs> That's totally fair, but I am operating under the assumption we'd already split up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we, we cross paths and... Uh, they're replying back to that. No, no, I've gotten quite the feeling from uh, the Lavrin and Cirilla. They're both quite straightforward, as are Hazet and Okono. Both seem, they all seem quite trustable so far. Okay. They are just as surprised by this beast and the ghastly end to this tournament. Guido did notice that they fought bravely. That's a good sign to Guido. Yes, good to know that there may be others who could help uh, if we come across more of these beasts. Who knows what may be hiding out in the forest. Agreed. Okay. Alright, so why don't we start with you guys at Salazar's Corner. You easily find the shops around there. There is the alchemist shop which you're specifically looking for which is called believe in the weave (laughs) dig it are you gonna go in yeah i assume we'll go in all right you enter it is a pull door and (laughs) as you (laughs) as you enter the first thing that hits you is the it's a little bit of the smell, it's a faint smell, but just kind of all of the vapors in the air. Believe in the Weave is a dimly lit 
potion area that has a lot of random potions in it. A couple of them are glowing, and but more so not giving off their own light, but more of a fluorescent glow, where whatever lights are lighting the room are also reflecting off of the potions and giving them a little bit of a glow to them. You see your standard potions there. Minor healing potions, other things that you have no idea what they do. But it just seems to be a standard alchemist shop, which you would see pretty much anywhere. There is the symbol of the enlightened few that you see on the side, meaning it is legitimate. And at the... Enlightened few is... Uh, which guild is that? That is the guild of knowledge. Knowledge. Sorry. Going through my notes. Uh, uh. To give you a little bit more information on the enlightened few, the enlightened few is alchemy, potions, medicine, herbalism, and public libraries. Um, you would be very familiar with the enlightened few um, names. Okay. It's basically just a trusted Lysander. organization. Yeah. Okay, is there... Lysander, you would be quite familiar with the Enlightened Few. Yeah. Oh. Is there anybody else visible within the shop? It's actually pretty empty. Alchemist shops are very niche. So, it's one of those places where they'll have product, and those products will generally be pretty expensive and they keep their business going that way, but there usually aren't a lot of people in there, and there actually is nobody else in the store other than, of course, the keeper of the store, who is a... I will someday get better at navigating my documents, but today is not the day. <laughs> but not today. Oh, it's because the, the thing went away. There we go. It is... You see a female gnome standing there. She's actually pretty standard looking. She has glasses and long wavy hair. It goes down to about her the bottom of her shoulder blades. Nice. She's got some type of green skin. You can't tell exactly what because of the dimness of the room. And she looks to you and she says, "It's welcome." My name is Gidlum Hebnes Weevilwill. Welcome to Believe in the Weave. How can I help you today? Can I say that name again? Gidlum? Gidlum Hebnes Weevilwill. Uh, pleasure to meet you. I am Sir Lysenter Aloysius Narmlock. Uh, my friend... Ah. Uh, yeah, I just pointed myself and said, Guido. <laughs> Uh, we've come across, we're helping the town investigate uh, the unfortunate end to the festival just this past day. And we've come across a strange substance in one of the suspects' homes. We are hoping that somebody here could analyze it. What kind of substance are you speaking of? Uh, it was a strange, uh, bright red or orange fungus or a mold? Guido, you have a sample, yes? 
Yeah, I think I had it in some kind of glass container. I can hold it up and show it from a safe distance and caution that Guido doesn't know if this is safe or not. You Guido didn't... is the one carrying this because Guido cannot get sick from mold, but no one else will touch this. You did not have it in a glass container. It actually was in a piece of cloth that you kind of folded over because you didn't actually have any containers on you at the time. Uh, so you reveal that so I'm just getting spores <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, dear. <laughs> nice. You you reveal that, that fabric, um, and you open it up for her. And she looks and she goes, hmm. And she looks. She has one of those jeweler zoom-in eye thingies. Uh, the technical term. Uh, yes. Here we all. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> what is that called? Does anyone know? No. Uh, okay, great. Jeweler eyepiece. Yeah. I yeah, the I, I like know. a jeweler-like eyepiece. <laughs> and zooms in and goes, hmm. Very interesting. Very interesting. Definitely, uh, we definitely have some. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, oh. As the Tinkerer Artificer, I absolutely have a pair of I would those. assume you have one, yeah. And she goes... She eating it? <laughs> no, no, no. She's not tasting it or anything. She's looking and making weird, strange noises. And she goes, she says, Well, I think first things first, we should probably put it... And she pulls out a glass container for a, for you to put it in. I comply. Alright. So you put that in there, and she says it may be best to to burn the cloth. Uh, fair enough. Can you burn the cloth? <laughs> hmm. Well, you see, at places such as mine, we're always running on tight margins because we don't have a lot of customers and in order for me to be able to do something like that then I would need to um charge for labor Ooh. Guido doesn't like labor Guido will take care of it no no Guido it's best for us to be safe I plan on stocking up on some supplies here anyways I can roll it in with my purchases Guido oh you're also going to make purchases oh yes then Sometime, always good to stock up in town when one has the opportunity. Never know how long you'll spend out in the brush. Yeah. Well, if that's the case, then there'll be no charge. Ah, you're very gracious. Guido just gives her the damn cloth. <laughs> okay. She goes, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. And she disappears out back. Okay. Guido looks quite confused. He has not been on top of this interaction at all. I, I assume she's just gone to get uh, some way to safely dispose of the cloth? Alright, Guido looks around, ponders the shop. Uh, I'll peruse the potions as well while we're waiting. Okay. Is there anything specific you're looking for? I just plan on getting some basic healing potions uh, enough to stock the party. Okay. Yeah, and Guido's looking for some kind also, of medicine that would be good for murder hornets. 
I wanted to see if, yeah, do potions even work on Warforged? Yes. Oh. There you go. I, I can tell Pat yes. Okay. Well, if they can, then maybe I'll purchase some too. Or unless I'm not supposed to know that. Either way. You, you guys would know that that, that, that is the thing. Okay. Or Guido would know that he can be healed by healing potions. I guess is a better way to put that. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking for potions for me and potions for a bee. Okay. Uh, Giblum comes back out. And she's now in what looks to be a steampunk hazmat suit. <laughs> essentially. Yeah, she, has, she has a mask on. It's got... Those, it's got brass eyes, and those eyes are popping. Like, let me tell you, no, um, it's got the brass eyes with the with the bolts in them, and she has basic gloves. They look like they have a couple of small mechanical parts and pistons on there that would help her to lift heavier things. And she says to you, "Now the cloth." We don't hands over the cloth. All right. She just kind of holds it for now and she looks to you and says Now you said you were interested in healing potions Yeah oh, Wait you didn't say that uh, well, uh, what, what kind of potions can I interest you in? I hope to stock up on some healing potions before we head out Ah yes well I have three in stock right now and she she pulls them out. She still hasn't done anything with the cloth. She's just holding it in one of the hands. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of working around with the other one. She looks very... Here in her element, she looks very capable and very nimble and able to... Even though she's basically working one-handed, she's very... She's able to very quickly get things around. And get them to you. Cool. Presented Rito's to you. Guido's impressed. Ah, uh, three sounds wonderful. I'll take the whole stock. Okay, that will be 50 gold each. Ooh. Oh, good thing We have different prices this game. I should have asked that first. Okay. Mm. Yep, I, I guess. <laughs> Healing potions are expensive in real yep. games. Yep, oof. <laughs> real games. <laughs> <laughs> Implying what now? Oh, dear. Uh, I don't actually have enough for even one of those. Blizzard, we could uh, split the price of one. It would be good to have in the party. Ah, excellent. Thank you, Guido. Guido will put in 25. And the Weissender will also pay 25. Uh, uh, I guess explain to Gimblum. Uh, lower on funds than I thought we were coming in today. It uh, looks like we only have enough for one potion. Oh, that's quite all right, and she stows the other two away. She says, you'll still be taking the one, though. Yep, one healing potion. All right, and that'll be 50 gold. I assume you're going 25 out for each of you? Yep. Yes. All right, so mark that off. Um, and you now have a potion of healing that heals you for 2d4 plus 2. That's pretty good. And I'll put that inside my knapsack of holding. Okay. Uh, what else about it? 
She says, oh yes, thank you very much. She takes the cloth and she lifts it up now that you have completed the purchase. And she puts her fingers on the other hand into a gun formation. And she she flicks her right middle finger as if pulling a trigger and fire shoots out of the suit and incinerates the the piece of cloth. Impressive. Uh, yes, most impressive. Uh, it's one of the perks of owning a business such as this that the people that you work with tend to give you things that help you do your job more easily. Now, it'll take me a bit to analyze this, and she gestures to the the fungus that you brought to her. And she says, I've, I've never seen anything like it before, and I'm not sure anyone here would be more qualified to look at it than I am. Ah, glad we brought it to the right person, then. So, I'll take a look and look over its chemical components and see if there's anything that we can learn from it. Excellent. Uh, if we, we will be carrying out uh, some parts of the investigation that may take us out of town, so I suppose if we don't return uh, soon to check in with you, uh, and there are any dire warnings, uh, Captain Antoine of the local Octarius Venom uh, is overseeing this investigation. Oh, Antoine, you say? Yes, poor man's quite uh, overworked currently dealing with this mess. Well, I'll make sure that anything I find, I'll either wait for you to come, but if, and if it's important, I'll send it to him. Thank you very much, Gidlum. Gidlum, well, Guido has you here. Guido was hoping you could take a look at Guido's special partner. And then I pull out my poor, decrepit little murder hornet and present it to her. Hmm. And she inspects it and she's taking a look at it. She looks it over for a little bit. She goes, why? You found an amazing specimen here. I've I've never seen anything like it. Ooh. It's just just a day of finding new things. <laughs> Although Please don't to, burn this new thing. No. Although to be fair, that's not necessarily my specialty is looking at the flora and fauna. Ah, Guido understands. Where you should may, Guido take this fauna? You may instead want to take a look at the Roots of the Earth Guildhouse. They tend to deal more with the with the natural and the interests closer to the druidic. Guido understands. Roots of the Earth Guildhouse. Yeah, alright. Is there anything else I me. can do for you? I do believe that uh, is all we have for now. Thank you very much. Yes, yes. Well, thank you so much for coming in. I look forward to seeing you again soon. Best best of luck on your travels, and stay safe. 
Thank you very much. Have an excellent day. Great. And, <laughs> and you guys head out and leave the. Yep. I guess we'll head. We'll leave. I start heading back towards the center of town where. I don't know, more likely to run back in since we didn't set a meetup spot. Yeah. And the other, we can assume that you set up a meetup spot after we do the other half of the okay. the adventure. Okay. Um, as as we get further on, we'll start to work that into our we're about to split off thing. But for now, let's flip to the other side with Cirilla and Valaverin, who and, and because of the things you were doing, I was assuming that Hata and Nikono are coming with you as well. Yeah. Okay. I would guess as much. So we're heading off to inform uh, the Nadine or the. Uh, Audrey was Audrey. the mayor. Captain Antoine oh, was the guard. Mm-hmm. We should Audrey. inform um, Captain Antoine of the the situation in the house, just so he can have somebody contain the, the spores if necessary, and then. Maybe ask Audrey if uh, she knows anything about As a reminder, the last time you saw Audrey was when you were looking through the the books beneath, and she was running right. on about on, on about no sleep, and you forced her to go to, to, go to bed. Yeah. Maybe we just yeah. Uh, go talk to Antoine, let her rest mm-hmm. some more. Yeah. She did say she wanted you to tell her of anything that goes on, but that's up to you whether you want to do that. Yeah, it hasn't been very long. We'll uh, start with Antoine. Okay. You're headed back into the Atari's Venom Guildhouse. The Atari's Venom Guildhouse, then, yeah. Alright. You head into the Atari's Venom Guildhouse, which, as you remember, is the black room with green accents. You walk right through there because you've been here before. You talk to the people about how you want to talk to him, and you get into the office of Antoine. Uh, hey, Antoine. How's it been going? Found anything new about uh, Rafe or Evandra? I mean, there's just there's not a lot of information, and there's there's a lot of other things going on, and it's been hard to to focus on just that aspect. If you guys recall, the reason you were hired to do this as opposed to them is because they're looking into other. Right. They're looking. They're doing detective work, right? They're looking into motive, mm-hmm. and who. And everything else going on. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, maybe not who Rafe is, but who. Is, does Rafe belong to and where did this whole thing come from? Is it a foreign right. thing? And he says, I, I unfortunately haven't had any time to look into that specifically. We've been checking to make sure that this isn't something from over the border right. in Pelios. Well, if you have any men to spare, uh, we, we seem to have found one of the hideouts um, of of the men involved, and it was overrun with some kind of weird orange-red spore. Um, we didn't get too close, but it looked like a health hazard. I don't know if you have people in town that can handle that kind of decontamination process, but... Um, you, 
You, you don't say. That's... That's odd. I think... I can take care of that. That would be... Something for... The guildhouse, I suppose. And when he says the guildhouse, he's talking about the... General guildhouse that has the remaining... I don't know if I've actually gone into this on camp. So... In each city, there are a series of guildhouses. Any guildhouse that is commonly used in a place has their own guildhouse. So here you've found that there are ones for the Artisans Guild, because there's a lot of artisanal things that go on in this town. There's one for the... Bastions of the Hearth, as you have been recently notified. If there's a guildhouse that doesn't really have as much presence. sway, yeah, presence or need for mm -hmm. its resources, then there is a more generalized guildhouse called a guild hall that has the remaining guildhouses. And this specific task would be for again this would be for the I'm really gonna get better at scrolling this I swear for again the enlightened few specifically their guild members where you just went to a alchemist but that's not the guild house it's part of the guild hall the enlightened few would be the best people to handle this kind of information and he says that that was confusing, and I know it's a bit of... I feel like I just gave you guys a runaround, but... <laughs> but as we get more acquainted with the world, then it'll it'll make more sense, and you'll understand how it works. It's very clear in my head. That's good. Uh, so, will you inform them, or should we head over there and let them know? I can... Hold on. And he gestures over... He, he he rings a bell, a buzzer, basically. A another guild member comes in. He scribbles a note. He hands the note to this other person. He says, "Can you take this over to the guild hall?" And he says, "Yes, sir." And that looks to be taken care of. Okay. Anton then goes, and he sits on. He has a also a wooden bench in his office. And he sits down on the wooden bench and just, like, takes a big <sighs> sigh. He's been, he's been working a lot, a while. This is probably the first time he's gotten up in probably three or four hours. Other than to go to the bathroom. Thank you, Anton. Um, I'm sure that's better to be dealt with by the proper authorities before somebody accidentally stumbles upon it. causes an even worse situation. Yes, that's something we definitely want to look into and make sure that that everyone is safe it's you, you said it was a hideout well uh, at the very least it was some sort of a house or shack that was mm -hmm. occupied by uh, one of the people involved yeah we checked that's where Evandra's either been staying or living it was overrun we had also found uh, a letter that mentioned something about the job, the Tallwood. Do you have any information about that? 
Um, yes, somewhere. Hold on. And he gets up again. He goes to a bookcase, and he looks through the bookcase. Sorry, putting so much more on your plate. I know you're overworked as it is with everything going on. As he's looking, he says, "He says to you, oh, oh, it's no, it's no trouble. I, this, this is really a simple task, and it, it gives me a second to." process everything. He is looking through a couple of books, and does he find it? Yep, he does. He says, if you go into the Tallwood, once you make it there, then there are a series of landmarks, and he begins showing you. He says, you know, it would actually be easiest if I drew it out. And he goes and he sketches a quick well, he doesn't sketch a map. He pulls, he pulls out a map, and he draws on it for where you would go. And he marks where the jaws would be. And he says, "The jaws have been an old, an old smuggling hideout from maybe five to ten years ago, and we were searching there. We never found the." exact location that was the Jaws, but we narrowed it down to about a four or five kilometer area here, and at that point, the Jaws themselves, whoever was working out of there, had shut down, so we never actually found which one. We did narrow it down to assume that it is probably some kind of cave or cave system, but oh. if, if you're in this area, you'll you're sure to find it. Excellent, thank you. That's incredibly helpful. If you look for a clearing in the forest, that will generally should be the right place. He looks a little uncertain about that, but he thinks it's right. Well, it's a lot more information than we had to go off of uh, previously. We'll be certain to let you know if we find anything of interest. Yes, definitely let me know. Oh, and um, if you happen to see Mayor Audrey again, uh, please let her know that that is where we're headed. We'll be sure to check in when we get back, but we don't want to disturb her right now. Is she all right? Oh, yes. She's just incredibly overworking herself. You know how she can be. So we told her to lie down for a while and get some rest. <laughs> yeah, she certainly doesn't know when to rest sometimes. All right, thank you, and I must say, you've done very good work in quite a short amount of time. Thank you very much. Well, thank you for the information. We'll, we'll head out, meet back up with the other people helping us. All right. And you head out. <laughs> Nakono says, I think that went very well. Ah. Indeed. Didn't remember you were here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nicolo, Hatsa, will you two be joining us on our trek into the Tallwoods? Or do you have other matters to attend to? I mean, we've been hired to do this job same as you. I think that the area itself is very spread out, so it may be easiest if once we get there, then we we can search multiple places. <laughs> Sorry. A good plan. All right. 
Very well then, let's meet up with uh, Guido and Lysander. So, where are you guys from? How'd you guys come to the festival? You live around here? <laughs> they they laugh a little bit, and Hatsa says, "No, we're not from this." Ooh. There we go. There's the accent. Ooh. Um, <laughs> we are not from the area. We are actually from Subjurak, which you would know to be the desert country in the north east. I will spell it, and I don't think it'll help you. <laughs> Sabjurak. Ah, uh, yes. Sabjurak. S a b j i r a k h. And they say, we we have been traveling for some time, and we heard about the festival and thought it would be a, a fun time to unwind. Uh, you were both certainly strong contenders. Uh, you definitely were ahead of us for a while there. Yes, but I'm afraid we underestimated our opponents in the final round, and it did not go our way. Well, I don't think it went anyone's way. <laughs> yes, that is Truly, no one was expecting that kind of a climactic ending. Uh, certainly <laughs> the, the results of the competition are far less important than the the life lost. Ah, well, yes, of course. Still, a pity we didn't get to see a, a real winner. You know. Maybe sometime. Yes, perhaps next Harvest Festival. We'll challenge you to a true rematch. I look forward to it. And they left and you never saw them again because they had a very, like, Parting of ways vibe. No, that's oh, <laughs> oh man. That <laughs> they it's were like, never heard from again. Yeah. Smoke bomb. Come on, Rob. That's the kind of DM I want. So <laughs> completely cuts ties. We're moving on. That was such a, like a right away in the sunset. Right away into the sunset. Yeah, it's just like, like gone maybe forever. someday. Ah uh, we'll yes, have good that friend. Rematch. Our paths will meet again. <laughs> You do that handshake where you don't actually shake hands and you grab each other's wrists and it's <laughs> like mutual admiration and you leave each other forever. No. Okay. <laughs> a year I should have single we'll tier. A year from now we'll travel to Sabjurak and find that they're actually royalty. <laughs> I mean, you never know. Okay. Um, but you do not part. Thank goodness. As Rob furiously writes that down. <laughs> <laughs> scribble, 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 scribble notes. Write that down, write that down. <laughs> and you... You do head back to wherever you planned on meeting, which was, if we were to go back in time... Uh, what was the inn? Well, we met at the well, the, the watering hole last week. Yeah, the water. the well. Since that was a sort of central gathering area in town. And that would also work because uh, four of you are already at the well. Oh, how convenient. And nobody is at the at the Green Harvest. Which is in the third part of town. Yep. Okay. So we're all gathering up in the well. 
Uh, in the well. Sure. <laughs> Alright, <laughs> so you we all... probably have an easy time finding each other since, well, Guido's a robot and who knows what color the labyrinth is today. Yeah, it's a huge open marketplace. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, I don't think Valerian yeah, did specify specify their color today. That's true. Um, probably. How are you feeling? The best thing. I, I was I was autumn yesterday. I'm probably still the same. I haven't uh, changed much. Okay. Much mood swing. Still happy, I guess. For what I've got. And you are all together. Nakono sees. Oh, it's been so long that now I can't do the names anymore. I had them last week, <laughs> last time. Lysander and. Guido. It's always Guido. Guido's just so hard to remember. It's always Guido. <laughs> <laughs> the hardest one to remember. Yeah. Uh, Bit of a tongue twister. Yeah. <laughs> Guido which, and... Which name have you heard more by now? Guido who talks in third person or Lysander who introduces himself to everyone? Yeah, right. That's true. Uh, Guido and Lysander are now easily visible. Nakono walks up to the two of you and he says... Ah, how did it go? Ah, quite well. Uh, <clears throat> Gildrum, lovely woman over at the alchemy shop, is going to take a look at the sample for us. Expect it to take some time, naturally, but we let her know we'll either check in after uh, finding what you found, or should we not return, she can inform Captain Antoine. How did your own investigations go? I, I thought they went very well. I believe that you have the information we need, and he gestures to the two of you that actually spoke. Yeah, we, uh, we let Antoine know uh, what was happening. He'll send it over, and we got a map to the possible location of the town, at least. Uh, excellent. May I see it? I'm uh, quite familiar with maps myself, my travels. Yeah. I assume we took the map, but... Uh, yeah, he, he like gave you a, a map. It's basically like a, you know when you go to a rest stop and they have all the maps you can have? <laughs> yeah. All the little pamphlets. <laughs> it's like, yeah. He basically gave you a pamphlet map. It's a pamphlet about the job the tall one for uh, tourists. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, oh, yes. He just for pulls it out places, of the tourist Secret, yeah, secret yeah. organizations. Breaks for adults and children. Take this exit off 93. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> That's the one. Uh, real authentic bloodthirsty thugs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, I'm proficient with cartographers, tools, and map making stuff, so can I just easily read this to her and or get in-game knowledge? Yeah, this is about half a day away. It's about a half a day to the forest. Mm-hmm. It's probably almost a full day of travel once you're in there. Okay. Not because it's... It's probably about the same distance, but then you're traveling through woods and up up a hill. Up a hill. Uh, up to around ways. the base of a mountain. With wet yeah. air and no mittens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> up a hill in the same way that Mount Crawford is a hill, I guess. It's a hill. <laughs> right, you're in the foothills of the largest mountain range in the on the continent. Oh, yes. Right, so... I believe it'll take us about half a day to hike out there. (laughs) Uh, Don't know how long once we actually have to look around for this uh, smuggler's hideout. 
It looks... About what time is it? Is the day, is it now? Because, well, we've been all over the place already today. Yeah, you've mostly been walking around town, though, so it's not like that And we long. started out early, like right after breakfast, you know? It's a little yeah, afternoon. Well, Guido has a proposition. If we want to get a fresh start tomorrow, Guido would like to spend the rest of today going to the Roots of the Earth Guildhouse to find uh, an expert about an expert in regards to nursing murder hornets back to life. I think that's a reasonable request. We we know we're going to be uh, on a journey or on quite the adventure, possibly running into bandits or who knows what other sort of scallywags. Probably best if we all take the time to prepare for heading out. Sure. Get one last good meal and rest before we head out. Alright, yeah, so you guys... gold to last the night. <laughs> so you guys are going to spend the rest of the day doing just random stuff? I guess, uh... I'm not sure what else. I mean, I've already done my shopping and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so Lyson, nope, <laughs> Cirilla and Valaverin, is there anything you guys want to do before before tomorrow? Um, I'm not going to say specifically anything, but I'd probably just head to like wherever the uh, training grounds or, or practice areas, sparring, if there is such a thing for um, like one of the guilds or the guards and just practice my, my glaive work. Yeah, easily enough. You you have enough access to Otari's Venom now that you could probably just go in there and talk to them and be like, hey, can I use your training center? Yeah. Practice a little bit, you know, always yeah. good before. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anything, Sorrel, or? Uh, I don't think I have anything. Okay. I do. Okay, you're gonna get your free night stay by performing at the tavern? <laughs> That you can do whenever you want. Yeah, I might as well. Okay, great. Um, Cirilla performs at the tavern that night, and it's great. Um, Valaverin, you are going to have to pay two silver. Oh, shucks. But Cirilla stays for free. I accept. <laughs> A modest payment of two silver. Yeah. <laughs> I'm five silver for the merchant's rest, yeah? That is correct. Uh, apparently stuff's expensive in this real game, so... Save our money. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the, the, uh, the one who is living the most expensive lifestyle has the least money. Shame. <laughs> Guido doesn't sleep, so... Chillin'. <laughs> well, you still need to, like, cool. enter I mean, I, recharge mode. Well, but, sure, but yeah. I have, like, a home or the Guido. He has yeah. a home in town, <laughs> Yeah, so. you also don't have to... Pay, I thought you, the main reason you were not starting out was that you wanted to go to the guildhouse. Oh, we're going to do that in a second. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was just making this sure just that everyone else's us, affairs you know. are taken care of before we go to the Roots of the Earth guildhouse. He may not have to pay for the inn, but he has to pay property taxes. <laughs> <laughs> so really, who's the true winner now? Yeah. You just but, wait. Uh, the... It's the the first watt of I don't know March or whatever the the in-game equivalent of March. Just expect to lose all that money that you've been saving, Guido. 
Uh, Guido already spent the majority of his money, so... <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Okay, anyway, you are headed to the Roots of the Earth Guildhouse? Yes, I am. Would you have ever gone in before? Uh, no, I wouldn't have. The, the Roots of the Earth would be responsible for hunting and stuff, but... Then yes, I would have. Oh, uh, I... <laughs> <laughs> um, but also, you report to the the Guido family and not necessarily to the guild house, so they could take care of all your stuff, so it's up to you. I mean, let's just say I'm very familiar with them, but I don't work with them directly. Okay. I'm guessing all the other hunters that I see in the field are probably affiliated with the yes. guild house. And you would be at least registered or whatever. As you head to the Roots of the Earth Guildhouse, you head in, and it is a essentially a lodge. Like a nice log lodge. And you walk in, and all around you are wood floors, there's moss in a corner with a little fountain made up with stone. There are wooden pillars with shields and hunted animals, animal heads mounted on the walls. It's very traditional Appalachian hunting lodge look to it. Although a little cool. bit more, the word I want to use is necessary or practi practical, I think is better. Where pretty much everything here is, although the, the heads are there as trophies, everything else is made from the rest of the animals that they've hunted and put up as the trophies where they haven't wasted anything. All of the materials and tools are made from stone and bone and hide, and that's how they get everything here. It's it's very cozy. It's it's not overly cold, right? Because it's early, early fall. So it's not overly cold, but there is a nice big fireplace as well. As you walk in, you see a familiar to you gnome male named a Snufflin Gerard. Ah, uh, good old Snufflin. That is remarkably close. Um, <laughs> S-N-O-F-F-L-I-N-G-E-R-R-A-D. Gotcha. And he, he looks over and he sees you come in and he says, Hey Guido, how's it going, man? It's good to see you. And he pats you on your metal shoulder. Well, on, like, your metal hand, because he's not tall enough to reach your shoulder. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, Guido goes, Snofflin, and pats him on the top of the head. Yeah, Snofflin is a male gnome, and he's just got unkempt hair. He's wearing just super... Clothes. Yeah. <laughs> wearing, he was wearing very, very fabric-y clothes. No, he's wearing... Very baggy clothes. He's just very, very earthy, crunchy. Right? Just always in a good mood, always chilled out. Probably, you know, is taking some stuff to make him feel pretty good. Sure. Yeah. That's why he's my best friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he just says, hey, what can I do for you? Snapple, Widow needs your help. Guido actually found a very special animal that Guido doesn't want to kill, 
and Guido wants to do the opposite of kill. But Guido doesn't know how to do the opposite of kill. So Guido needs you to find someone who knows about animals so that they can help them to not be killed. Hmm. Cool. All right, so... <laughs> Guido knew Snuffling would have lived cool. <laughs> Where's this animal you want to show me? And Guido very delicately pulls the murder hornet out from his bosom. <laughs> the murder hornet is in a little bit better shape than what it was previously but still not marked, markedly improved and Snuffin looks and he goes huh, isn't that a thing um hey why don't you come over here and he takes you over to a like a side desk the Lodge itself is basically one big room, and they don't even have half walls or anything separating different areas. It's all just, like, centers, basically. It's a center system, where they'll just have different places for different things, and everyone can use whatever section and area that works for them to use for the area. And Snufflin takes you over there and says now can you can you put her down on the table and you're basically on a small stump maybe three feet high and it's just a stump that they use as a table it's got some nice okay. moss on it so that's nice and soft Guido's a little hesitant it's like what is Snuffling going to do with the murder hornet I've, I've never seen something like this before I was just going to to check it out and see see what I can figure out. Okay. Snopplin needs to be careful. If Snopplin hurts the murder hornet, Guido will hurt Snopplin. And then I put the murder hornet down. Okay. Uh, Snopplin says to you, Guido, you're my friend. I, You said you don't want to hurt the animal, so I'm not going to hurt it. And Guido wants to trust him. Snofflin, do you want to see if you trust him? How do I do that? <laughs> uh, you would make an inside check. Sure. All right, make an inside check. I'd like to roll something this game. <laughs> yeah. First roll. We're, get, we're getting there. Yeah, there hasn't been a lot of rolls so far. Only roll Ooh, five. Ooh. I really trust him. Uh, crit a 23. Nice. You know Snufflin to be... You've seen Snufflin use animalistic magic before and you know that a lot of the members of the roots of the earth are druids it's a lot of druids and rangers if we were to give them classes right yeah and so you know that he generally is not really a hunter and he's more of a more of a live and let live type and he would use his druidic abilities to to help this animal if he could, and he might even be able to do something to help you understand it better. Gotcha. Okay, Snowflin, we don't trust you. Putting the murder hornet down. Alright. Uh, Snowflin is going to investigate the the animal. Ooh, that is a natural 19. Ooh. Uh, so that's going to be a 24. And... Snofflin takes a look 
And he looks at you and he goes, Do you mind if I do a little bit of... And he snaps his fingers and there's just like a little, like, flare of light sparks. Uh, Guido approves of using light and sparks. <laughs> oh, well, I meant, I meant a little bit of magic to see if there's something I can do. Proceed. And he, I should roll again for this. And with an investigation that high, he gets advantage. Okay. Snufflin puts his hands over where the hornet is. And you begin to see a little bit of a greenish glow come from his hands. And you hear a soft humming, just... Alright, I dig it. And suddenly, the murder hornet isn't better, but begins to move around a little bit. Looks around at Snofflin, looks to you, and uh, jumps at you like a grasshopper would. Uh, lands on your chest and begins to work its way into my bosom. and uh, you hear or you don't hear you begin to feel little little is he exploding? no little almost electrical shocks coming from her toward you That sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm thrilled. I go, Snufflin! And then I pick him up in a thankful manner and swing him around. And Snufflin, thank you so much. Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> hey, no problem, man. Anytime you need anything. And he gives you a punch on what would be the shoulder, but it's your shin. And... Yeah? You have healed your your hornet. Gotcha. Okay, I'll tussle Snufflin's hair one more time, and uh, I guess that concludes my business at the guild house. Okay, you don't. You do have a sense of touch. Your hand is super greasy. <laughs> then I guess his hair is super greasy now. Yeah. No, if your hand is super greasy from his hair. Oh, okay. Right, he probably doesn't right. bathe that often, but also we're in, like, Victorian times, so nobody showers that often. Bathes anyway. that often, right? Yeah. All right. Cool, cool. Um, anything else before we begin the next day? No? Great. Okay. No, so. No, no. no. <laughs> Mission accomplished. I'm changing spells around for okay. travel. Yeah. Um, you uh, spellcasters, yes. if you would spells. like to go and prepare your spell. You're still a spellcaster. I, I think... <laughs> I know, I, I know. I just mean only, actually having to do anything about them. I'm the only prepared spellcaster, I think. Yeah, they haven't even know what I know. Right. right. Oh, Bard and Warlock like, are okay. just going to be a straight up, we have what we have, and that's it. So Yeah. 
and you get what you get and you don't get upset. Basically. All right. <laughs> we might still get upset. <laughs> but that's TBD. Yeah. All right, so you guys are going to set off north toward the Tolstoy Mountains? Yep, I think that's our plan. We're probably meeting up at the, in the well again. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Those, very those mad about mountain it. lions, man. The mountain lions, yeah. Setting the real realistic sound effects. <laughs> Cats just yell at the sunrise here instead of roosters. <laughs> it could be one of those... We could do an it's avatar the, world where everything is two animals, so we'll just have a rooster cat. And that's what wakes yeah. everyone up. <laughs> Every time that happens, it's a new it's day. Dawn. Yeah. It's sunrise. <laughs> sunrise. Why do we get a full rest every time a cat meows? Oh my goodness. Hell yeah, yeah. Zuko, get in here. Yeah. We have four cats. We're going to be doing great. <laughs> that would be horrible. You guys wake up in the morning and you're like, I set out to go on the trail. <laughs> <laughs> the next morning. <laughs> <laughs> next campaign. <laughs>